Welcome back. I'm I'm glad to be speaking with you all, because that means that, that I made it out. I'm alive. I just this weekend ventured deep into the unknown. I went to Area 51. I made an episode about Area 51 last week. If you haven't checked it out yet, you should do so right now before this episode so you know more of what's to come. But I'm going to tell you everything that I saw while I was there. But before we begin, I would like to thank today's sponsor, Burger Despot. Burger Despot is a rising new chain that emphasizes the despotism of our current political spectrum. They also serve great American grass-fed beef on their burgers, and it is delicious. If you'd like to check them out, you can use the coupon Harry Dugan Speaks Truth, all caps, to get 20% off your first meal combo today. Thank you, Burger Despot, for sponsoring this podcast. Now, without further ado, I went to Area 51 this weekend. I'm going to go in in chronological order here from the beginning to the end. Day one, it was exactly 5.30 in the morning. My car just crossed the Nevada border, and I was approximately 45 minutes from Area 51. Now, by this time, I already was deep in the desert, and I was almost alone on the highway. Headed up towards the great unknown. Then, after a quick nap, I finally arrived at Area 51. The moment I was within the area of the compound, my GPS no longer worked. And so that's how I knew I had arrived. I uh, pulled up to a electric fence in my uh, disguised vehicle, which looked like a laundry van because I knew this would be the best way to get in because they always do laundry on Fridays in Area 51. That's something I've known for my many years of research. It was finally time for me to enter the base. With the simple entering of my key passcode, the simple entering of my passcode the gate opened, and I was through the first line of defense. I drove past what I could tell were easily the snake pits and flame traps, which I previously talked about in my last episode. And based on the strange lights emitting from the canyon walls, I guided myself to the main entrance. Uh, Once I made it through the secret hidden door that led to a a roadway tunnel inside the cliffside, I approached a large parking lot, a 
which had a Wendy's. Now I was officially inside and it was scary, but I was prepared because I had spent years training for this moment. I had my disguise, my fake identifications, all robust. I pulled the laundry van up to the, the window where I could grab the laundry. And I parked it in front so that the laundry guys could start loading it up. It was at this point that uh, my friend that traveled there with me came out from inside the van and took my place at the driver's seat. Then I slipped inside the laundry department looking exactly like all the other laundry employees there. Now this is where it was going to get hard. Once in the laundry department, I needed to make it to some of the higher security zones so I could actually find some interesting stuff. This is where I uh, was able to seduce a guard using my expert charisma into uh, helping me to adjust my tie in the bathroom. And at this point, this is where I began to strangle him with said tie until he was out. And I took his disguise, hid his body in the stall. The one that smelled so bad, no one would check it. And then using his key card, made it into the main compound. I was surprised immediately to see right in front of me through the door out of the hallway. I was in a large room, not even a room, like a air dock. There was the, the opening stretched for at least half a mile. And in the center was a huge flying saucer, an alien spacecraft capable of transporting hundreds of people. It was larger than the world's best plane, you know, the Boeing 747. And it was it was bright and silver, sharp as the edge of the blade on my Swiss Army knife. Now, this may seem pretty run-of-the-mill for Area 51, but I assure you, you should listen for the whole episode because there is a big discovery I made at the end. I walked around the left side of this huge spacecraft, sticking near the walls to not draw too much attention to myself, as I still could be recognized as an outsider. And I walked past 
arrays of ray guns and plasma rifles, solar grenades, everything you could imagine, alien technology related. And I kept walking to the end of that vast airlock until I found at the end was just a huge flat wall with one single door, small wooden door on the back. And that's when I knew I was about to find some big secrets. I opened the door. It was not locked at all. It was almost old fashioned. And inside that door was a similarly fashioned room. Wood lined walls and rose wallpaper. It was a it was a very narrow and short hallway. And it led all the way to one small room. I could see the faint light at the end in that room. So I walked towards it. I I got closer and the light grew. And as I stepped into the room, I almost immediately recognized who was standing there. It was Richard Nixon. He was running Area 51 all along. Thank you so much for listening to my story. That's all the time I have for today. Good night.